0: the endurance asia podcast Yo, pick your red up because things ain't that bad maybe you should switch the target that you're aiming at believe perfection is a beast that they'll never catch so never waste another day because life moves so fast and a dream without pursuing yo, they never last another shadow of regret i tried to never cast and always tell a truthful story if they ever ask stop the complaining because things ain't that bad <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode seventy-seven of the Endurance Asia podcast. This week we recap the Doi ethanon by UTMB up in Chiang Mai, uh, the majors race uh, for the um, for the UTMB series for the APAC region, and we are joined by uh, Valentine Orange, who is one of the absolute elites uh for like based in asia um as as an ultra runner uh, met him originally at vmm he's been following sange sherpa around for this past year and is uh is working on a documentary with him and so he raced 100k absolutely smashed it with a top 10 finish um and we brought him on to discuss the race talk a bit about how uh, the logistics went the location how it compared to last year and uh, and also some of the uh, the the race results and runners before we talk about his kind of background, and then what what he's been up to uh, with Sangay, Sangay Sherpa this year, and the documentary he's working on to uh, to cover Sangay's uh, amazing runs throughout this year, his back to back, crazy week after week running ultras, and um, and also his just uh, incredibly humble backstory from Nepal. Uh, so with that. Uh, here is valentine Orange, uh, myself, Scott Pugh, covering doyeth and On uh, by UTMB for 2023. It's the truthful story of they Ever Ask. Stop complaining because things ain't that bad. Hey, welcome to uh, the latest episode of the Endurance Asia podcast. We are recapping the weekend that was Doi and On by UTMB up in Chiang Mai. I- I'm joined by. uh one of the standout performers from the weekend. Uh, Valentin Orange, welcome on to the Endurance Asia podcast. Thank you. Hello, Scott. Thank you for having me. Mate, you're looking very fresh. You're looking very <laughs> fresh, all, all things considered. Um, mate, actually, like before we go into the uh, DOI over the weekend, just like give us a quick intro about yourself, mate. We first met up in VMM. Uh, back in september uh you weren't racing but you were there sort of supporting and uh, and and videoing actually we can get yeah, into that live, later. Stri- live streaming live streaming, live streaming. So i was One running the... actually but that was a bib i think you you did like a you did a good 50 60k over that weekend live streaming didn't you but um but yeah like give us a little intro to yourself i know you've been you've been in vietnam living out of vietnam for um for quite a few years now so yeah just tell us a bit of, a bit of your background
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Valentin. I'm from France. Um, I'm actually a filmmaker and photographer, and I'm based in Vietnam since 2015. Uh, It's been on and off, but uh, yeah, since 2015, I'm based in Asia um, and more uh, especially in, in Hanoi, Northern Vietnam. And yeah, I've been running since 2015 as well. I did my first race in, in Hanoi. I started my try running journey in VMM the year after. So um, it's been like eight years that I'm I'm running on the trails. And, and yeah, um, um, I love running. I'm passionate about mountains, passionate about nature. And so I can combine my passion and my work. So it's, 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 it's great.
0: That's awesome. And whereabouts in France are you from originally?
1: So I'm not from the mountain, I'm from the the coast. I'm from Normandy, so northwest okay. of France. And um, yeah. yeah, I was born and raised by the sea, but I feel um, happier in the mountain. I'm not very um, attached to the sea or anything. I'm, I prefer to be in the mountains.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some great coastal trails whenever you go back to Normandy, if you ever tra- travel back yeah, there.
1: Yeah, but, there's a there's, um, very not famous, but popular um, local race in, in my hometown that goes all around um, the coast and it's super beautiful. It's called La Bargeau. Um I won it two times, actually, uh, the oh, 50 k wow. race. It's a super fast and very competitive race and I always love to come back there because it's very popular. It's like Tour de France. Um, uh, all the people, even if they're not into traveling, they, they just go on the course and there's... To cheer um,
0: the people, so it's 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 very nice. It's very beautiful. That's amazing. Well, mate, you've you've not only been winning your like uh, your home race back in France, but you've been pretty like winning some um, some of the races in Vietnam, right? You've um, yeah, I think the the you've run VTM. Is it v- yeah. VMM and VJM like
1: a sort of like a very uh, distant? Not VJM, right? but yeah, I won a VTM VTM 2021 the 70k and then VMM 2020 the 42k and Dalat uh, Trail two times and Lam Dong Trail in Dalat as well. Uh, if I remember well, yeah, I think that's it in Vietnam.
0: I mean, considering that you only started running in 2015 and you're, uh, yeah, you you obviously like, uh, yeah, had a natural talent for it. And, mate, you put in one of the most incredible performances this weekend um, and, and we'll get into that. But I mean, like, so let's let's talk about um, about Ethanon by UTMB. Uh, we this is the the third year they, they did an initial like test race back uh, a few years ago right i think it was 2021 and then then last year was the um uh was the first official um official race and so this is effectively getting into the third year i've kind of heard some mixed feedback about uh about last year um just around some of the organization and i think that's always the case when it's like a a, a very first race but um yeah really uh that they, they changed the course quite dras- dra- quite dramatically this year right so i think in 2022 did you go to the 2022 edition yeah
1: i was there but uh, i was not running i was supposed to run and i got injured 2 weeks before so um, but I, w- I went there and i was mm-hmm. following the 100 miles uh taking picture of um, gediminas and supporting some of the uh vietnamese runners uh, so, I was like in the race. I was not running, but I was in the race. I was at the checkpoints. Um, and yeah. it's, I have to say that it's, it was very different from, from this year, this edition. Yeah. So, um, they,
0: they yeah. switched it up, right? So, last year, it actually, all of the races started from, from Doy or exactly or close yeah. to there, right? And so, it's a really remote. Uh, place i mean i'd run there with sebastian bertrand who's who organizes trail runs um, uh, uh, around that area and it's very remote but i think a big challenge from that from a logistics perspective for all of the i don't know how many competitors they had last year but it was five thousand this year there just wasn't the accommodation or anything set up for um uh to be able to host that many competitors last year right
1: yeah, that was the main reason that they moved to Chiang Mai because uh, there was no accommodation near the, the venue. The venue was really nice because they had like this bamboo, super nice bamboo structure at the finish line, a food court. Everyone was like in the park so it feels like um cozy environment. Everyone was like together and it was that the venue was like in the middle of the park so the runners were running around uh, the, the start which was very yeah it's it, it felt like we were all together uh yeah. but yeah for in terms of accommodation and logistics it was super complicated because um everyone has to to uh sleep somewhere else uh, except for a few a few of the lucky ones who, who booked their booked accommodation. Early. before um and so I think that's why they moved to to Chiang Mai because uh, yeah, uh, everything is close to to the city, the airport, and and
0: um, yeah, uh, obviously easier for everyone. And it did make sense. Chiang Mai is a great town, and actually, they do have a really good selection of trails coming out of the city. So, but um, but it's probably not quite as picturesque as the area around Doi Thinon, Right? I mean, having run through that area um it's there's just some spectacular views but you know it's quite a balance of like do you choose like the most convenient or do you choose the remote most remote and uh, and stunningly beautiful and it's quite a quite a hard challenge to make i mean on reflection do you think sort of uh having raced or having been there for both do you think actually moving it to chiang mai was the uh was it uh, was a good decision um
1: i don't know because um i heard from some Thai runners, that's um running in Daitanan Park National Park was uh, the only uh chance for them to go because usually yeah. if you go there on your own, you have to have a ranger or a guide. And yeah. so they were super happy. Even the people who live in Chiang Mai, they were super happy to to attend the race because they were they were allowed to run uh, in a remote environment. While this year, if you for the 100 miles is a bit different but for the 100k and the 50k they were running on the trail where they usually train and so for them it was a bit um you know like uh, i'm gonna do a race in my home trails but for me for example uh it's it was convenient to be in town um yeah. and i don't see much difference because um I mean, I don't I have never run in the internet, but it was still very remote and wide. So, yeah, for me, there was no big
0: difference. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, And and yeah, outside of that, like one thing I found is that the the organization. So just going to sort of like pick up race pack to be able to do the registration and everything. Having a majority of races I've I've done and that we support are like around the Asia region, obviously. That's what we cover. But it just it did feel like the UTMB attachment just kind of up-leveled the um the whole organization piece. It just seemed um like a slightly higher quality and i kind of from what i understand is it was a major obviously in the region and they've got like a um a handful of raid majors across the world and what they because only a certain amount of people are able to go and do utmb they like to bring that similar experience around the world and and i have to say it was pretty it was pretty slick I, I was quite impressed and for someone like yourself like you did triple c last year like putting in an incredible performance i think you were top 30 weren't you in in the males but um yeah what were, what was your feeling about the organization having sort of done a, quite a few races around asia as well
1: um it's my fourth race in thailand and i have to say that usually thai races are Well organized, even if it's like local organization, I think they're way much um, in advance compared to other countries in Asia. But yeah, I mean, uh, I guess also for most of the people when you see UTMB logo, like suddenly you're like, well, I'm attending a big event. So uh, yeah, everything everything is well organized. Everything is smooth. Um, Communication is great. It's just like, for me, the only thing that um, I regret is uh, more like the cozy vibe of uh, small events that we could still mm. feel last year. While here this year in this huge park, uh, it was beautiful. It was very um, impressive. But everyone was spread out. Um, the the expo was somewhere. The food court was somewhere else. The, the start and the finish line. And I felt like everyone was like, running around but it would the, i couldn't feel that that um that vibe you know you know when you yeah. go to chamonix the whole town is is breathing is is uh yeah you smell the
0: traveling like um <laughs> the sweat <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> i mean the vibe i mean
1: let's. <laughs> but... yeah.
0: But... I, I got in a taxi at the end with uh, with Jean and Phil who'd done just finished the minor and hundred k and Vanya was in there as well and we were all like oh my <laughs> god have to wind the windows down it was stank <laughs> but, so, but no, I, I you know it, what I mean like, It's new... like there wasn't a nucleus there wasn't like a real center of the um of the sort of start line it was quite kind of spread out so you mm-hmm. kept on seeing people around but it didn't feel like that there was like a a real core around there I think they could probably find ways to set it up a little bit better in that respect
1: yeah. I I talked to the organizer and they I mean they agree with that um also Maybe because last year there was also the world, the world champs in, in, yep. in Chiang Mai in Chi- and Rai. I wasn't there but Ch- I heard that um they, the ceremony or I don't know if it's the finish line or but the ceremony was in town and so it it brings a bit of like, you know, um, even if the people are not very interested in try running. Yeah, but it brings a bit of uh, the atmosphere, you know, like you have people you have um, it's in that park we were in, Chi- in, in Chiang Mai, but we are we were a little bit apart uh, from yeah. from the city. So yeah, um, maybe they, yeah they will do something else
0: yeah interesting i mean actually the the style and finish line was beautiful you've got the like stunning temples it's like Rajajek park or i forget the exact name but um but yeah the setting and actually the pictures of the finish line they looked incredible actually it was good but you're right actually you can run 2k on road to get to the trails from the from Chiang Mai city center Mm -mm. so why not actually and it was a we did a 4k run along the road to get to the start of the trails from from this park anyway so actually you're right having a start line in the city center similarly to they do at VMM like VMM start line was just uh, um I don't know if, yeah if, yeah it if was there that, yeah it was crazy yeah. you saw the very <laughs> right, right start start it was out of this world wasn't yeah, it? it was yeah. such a great vibe and there was exactly, just yeah. um, the hundred k start which Sangio obviously did was just there there were all of the tourists were out not just and all of the people that local people as the, well local people and then people that were running everyone that came out running different races or mm-hmm. different um uh, distances all came out for the 100k start it was great and i think you kind of missed that a little bit obviously the 100 miler start started way out like they had to drive a couple of hours out fifty both started from the um from from this park but uh but yeah and with an hour um out from each other. But people, if it was a 5 a.m. start 5 a.m. start for the 100 k people weren't that were running the 50 weren't going to come all the way out an hour early. You'd rather yeah. have that time in bed, right? So um whereas if it had been actually and if if it had been like in the center of town, they might have come out a little bit earlier and exactly, just like yeah. seen the seen the kickoff. Yeah, it's a good point. Also also
1: um... Chiang Mai is maybe the only city in 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 Asia or Southeast Asia that has a bit of a sense of uh, outdoor sports. So you yeah. you're in the city where because usually um, yeah. races they they are like in places where local people don't really um, care about about um, trail running or other sports. But here in Chiang Mai, you can maybe attract more people because you are in the, the 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 place where people train and you see the base camp and everything. Like everything is set yeah. for for the try runners. So and also they're, they they the same organizer. They have the other UTMB race in Amazon in Beton.
0: Yeah, um, you ran that last year. I, right? I ran. I
1: ran it this year. Yeah, earlier this year. Um, earlier this year.
0: Did you win it? Did I see you? No, I did you. Came yeah. third. Came
1: third. Third. Okay. That's how I get my my ticket to UTMB to CCC. Got you. And ah, so okay. that was amazing because we were in a small town and the finish line was like a small UTMB finish line. Um, it was in the in the main avenue um, streets, let's say streets, and there were a lot of local people waiting at the finish line, watching the the finishers, and it was like honestly that was really nice, and people yeah. were like very interested in 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 the race because there was something happening in their town while it's yeah. stuck in the in the forest stuck in the jungle no, nothing is happening usually and they had like this this um trial festival for for a few days and they were happy to be there so i think yeah. you can they can do that in Chiang mai as well
0: yeah that's cool and, and honestly like for i mean i i was like injured I had to pull out after 15 k. You didn't get sort of experience but coming to the finish line i was I was hanging out there a lot and so I saw like quite a lot of people come in I mean we were there together when the co- uh, came in and um uh yeah and then I saw you come in I saw um uh Jean and and Phil and like it was so good being there to like video like your friends coming in and but without and like recorded and everything but there wasn't hordes of people there cheering no. which is actually no. I mean that's what kind of what you expect from UTMB and i mean thinking vmm for me has one of the best finish lines of any races i've ever done it's just such a cool like and a hotel like there's their, um hotel there and it's just got like a festival feel yeah. to it and everyone hangs out for hours after after the race um but just, they just there wasn't that like as soon as people finished then they went off to go and get some food and there's no one mm. hangs around the finish line and i think it just missed a bit of that atmosphere and essence around it you're right yeah
1: exactly i mean i, I totally agree with that um and yeah, VMM is is the the best example because we're all in 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 the the resort waiting for the others. You see people coming from 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 the the trail, and it's yeah, it's it's amazing. And and yeah, the 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 environment is very nice here in yeah. in, in Chiang Mai. It was yeah, we were losing a bit of the yeah the, this atmosphere.
0: Yeah, I'm with I you I think they, I think they're
1: aware about that. I think they're aware about that because I talked to the organizers um after the race and they they seem to to be looking for another venue for next year. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, let's see.
0: Okay, that's uh, yeah. I think that's definitely an area for improvement. So, getting into the course, then, like, let's go through um, by actually go both right, starting the smallest first, and then we'll finish on 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 the mile. I mean, there were ten and ten and twenty k races that were happening on the on the sunday but they weren't actually sort of like they weren't utmb points races either and but um so yeah just focusing from the 50k above and actually the 50k and the 100k did the same start right and it was but the the 50k was pretty much like up and up and down the main course um but uh yeah i mean the the it was like a 4k run along the road and then like a big sort of 1000 1000 meter um climb straight away which was kind of like got bottlenecks right it's one of those interesting there's a few races like this where um i'm not sure what it's like at utmb but like hong kong 100 for example there's just like a kilometer or something that then goes into like single track so a lot of people just hammer down to get in the front (laughs) so then when they get on that single track and it sort of felt a little bit like this race as well that people were just putting their foot down on that 4k to try and get in sort of like towards the front when they get into the thousand meter climb. And um and yeah, I saw like some of the times on the um on the 50k, they were doing like 340 uh, minute K's or something (laughs) or below in that first four um 4K. Um but yeah, I mean, there was, um, there was some, like, I think the overall um, overall winner, which was, uh, and there was a lot of great performances from Chinese runners, but four out of the top 10 in the 50K were um, were, were Chinese. But um, uh, Tao Lu, um, yeah, did it in four hours, 16, for a course which had, um, I think it was like over 2,500 meter elevation. To, it's just a ridiculous time. And he was actually um, about, 30 minutes like 25 minutes quicker than uh than second place which was a uh, uh american michael berdoin rousseau um but and yeah and the top uh, third and fourth were both chinese athletes as well but yeah just really really fast times they like just put the hammer down straight out of the um straight out of the gates
1: yeah it's uh, it's it's i haven't i mean i i couldn't really follow the the, the 50k but it started yeah, the, an hour after you after yeah two hours went, i think it was 7 a.m yeah, but that's anyway, right yeah yeah um yeah f- when you see the yeah when you see the time is like ooh, this is very serious um and yeah there was there's there's always like very strong runners uh, also because it's a major so people are looking for the uh, tickets and and yeah um uh, for 416 for 16 for 50k race uh that's that's very 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 fast and you see the gap is like 22 minutes 28 minutes yeah it's, it's it's impressive yeah
0: yeah no like really really impressive um and yeah i mean just a few other sort of like notable performing like vanyo who's sort of like came second in asia trail masters and the, is uh she came third in her age group but put in a in a really uh a really strong run um there's the the, the, uh, the
1: woman field was very competitive. The, yeah, it was um, really strong, wasn't it? There were some like big names, uh, Ida Nilsson, uh, Holly Page, um
0: Yeah, Desco, Mimi, Mimi Cocteau
1: was supposed to run but she didn't run, but Mimi Cocteau she is uh, uh UTMB podium as well. Uh she didn't run, but um uh she DNS. But yeah, I mean when I looked at the start at the start list I was like mm, the 50k race is
0: very um very strong in in the women's field. Yeah, very punchy. And yeah, Alyssa Desco, she she came first female, like five house seventeen, still but seventh overall. Like that's just like yeah, that's that's such, strong. Yeah, yeah, such a strong run I we should point out there was over five thousand runners across the entire event, and yeah, there was like over thirteen hundred in the um in in the fifty k. So I mean, they're like, I mean, impressive. Like that's actually like one of the. I mean that's one of the sort of highest attended attended races in like in Asia like at, at five thousand I think v m m is similar to five thousand I think that it was around two thousand or so for um for the Translantau by u t m b I think um Hong Kong one hundred had around two and a half thousand earlier in the year but slightly higher restrictions in Hong Kong in terms of uh, in terms of numbers uh, I think oxfam Trail walker gets around four thousand um but yeah um uh, just yeah some r- really really strong um uh like very very fast on on, on the 50k um but yeah go- going into the 100k the one that you uh that you talk about i am actually interested Vantin. like what were your because you've not really been specifically training and because we'll, you've been obviously spending the year with Sangay Sangay sherpa who was running in the miler and we'll get into into that and who we had on the podcast when we were at vmm but you've basically been following him around this year and uh and you were in nepal for like the last few weeks weren't you just like cruising hiking around so you weren't really doing any specific like 100k like dedicated training right Yeah, um, I did exactly the opposite of what I'm doing
1: uh, usually. And maybe it's because of Sange. So now I I start not training and signing up for races. Um, So, yeah, usually I'm very um, structured. Um, I like to plan races in advance and train for them uh, for the race. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that, that's what I usually do. At this time, so I did CCC in, in uh, early September. And then after that, I was um, uh, very busy with uh, some professional projects. I also got married. Um, and and then I went to Nepal for uh, four weeks with Sange And so we went hiking and um, we did a couple of runs before the hike. And I was like feeling great and and Sangye was like ah oh, why don't you sign up for the intern? and i was like nah i, I, I haven't put the the mileage you know like i I, have, I still have the preparation from from ccc but it's it's far away so and then um i texted the organizers because the um, the registration workloads closed and i texted them and i was like um is it still possible to get a bib and and then we went we went hiking so no reply and we went hiking for 7 days no internet for seven days and i was like mm. so um i feel good i'm we're we were doing some very i mean strong hikes um and you're up
0: in altitude as well right
1: yeah yeah we went up to 5.4 uh, thousand wow. meters and and it was you Sange and vanya vanya and darren and darren, darren was
0: out of course yeah, yeah down south
1: um, and so, yeah, I mean, we did like seven days, um, like 20, 25 kilometers a day, uh, high altitude. I was feeling, I was feeling good. I was carrying like a heavy backpack, um, uh, 15 kilos, I think. Um, we knowing if I, <laughs> I was uh, allowed to run the internet. So I was like, okay, let's wait. And then we came back from the hike, um, felt pretty, pretty good. And I, I got, I got the, the, uh, the answer. So I was allowed to run. So I was like, okay, I have two weeks, two two and a half weeks to prepare the Intanon. And so I did a couple of runs. I was feeling very tired from from the trip. Um, also because I, I I did run a lot this year. So um, I think that's my my biggest years in year in terms of elevation and and hours and and kilometers. So so um, yeah, I was. I had no expectation. I was like, okay, maybe the altitude and the red blood cell that everyone speak about will help yeah, me to high altitude to... training. Yeah, yeah, and and so yeah, no expectation. I just put one one week of um, uh, training, running like properly before before the race, and then I rested. I tapered just for a few days before the race and started without knowing if I would be able to keep up with some of the elite runners that were there that were there
0: and well you did more than keep up like i talked before about how there's the 4k flat getting to the single track which goes up a 1000 meter climb you weren't just keeping up you were leading the race to begin with <laughs> weren't you, you yeah knitter. so
1: i started i started fast because i knew that yeah we had what speed were was, you doing on that 4k like i think it was like 4 4 minutes
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: 44410 four so i was i was in the front pack um and then we started to climb uh i think it was with Jordi Gamito so Jordi Gamito is a strong uh, runner he was he came third at UTMB 2018 and i was just behind him and i was feeling very good in the first climb so I was pushing, I pushed and uh, was like, okay, let's, let's, let's try. And I was, I, I saw everyone was sweating a lot next to me. And I was like, I'm not even, sw-. I mean, I was sweating obviously, but not that much, you know? And I was like, uh, ah, maybe because it's my, my turn, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm training in, in, in a humid and, and hot environment where all the, all the people from Europe are, coming uh from winter you know and they are not used to jungle plus humidity plus um heat so I was like okay, okay let's let's keep up and let's see how it goes and so I, I I think I got the the best time um in the first climb and then we reached the first checkpoint I was yeah number three and number four uh the Chinese were leading the race and and at some point yeah I took the lead because they were not going fast enough and I was like, "What am I doing here? I'm not supposed to be here." But I was feeling very good. Honestly, I was feeling very, very good. So um, I knew that what I was doing. I knew that um, uh, at some point I would have to um, to slow down a little bit. But but I was not um, I was not stupid. I was I was uh, I mean, how were you making sure calm. you
0: weren't going too hard? Were you like actually keeping an eye on your heart rate, or we you no. yeah how we. Were- I think it's just, just feel. feeling, feeling, yeah. Because
1: yeah. when I I did 300k this year, and the first one was a and I started really fast. I mean, I start, I didn't start fast because I was feeling very tired. CCC same. I was a bit stressed, and and I was um, the first few kilometers. I was not feeling good. So this time I was feeling good. So I was like, okay, I know my body. I know that I'm capable of um, running that fast, and then keep up the pace for for for, for some time. So. So I was I was quite confident, even though I I knew who was behind me. Uh, I knew the name because I'm a big fan of Ludo Pomre, Joaquin Lopez, Joachim And I was like, okay, enjoy that moment being in front uh, with those people behind me. So yeah, and it's I mean they they they, they catch up with me at some point. So yeah
0: yeah um and and so what were your thoughts on the uh on the overall course for the 100k then how did you um yeah how did you feel about it i mean the one challenge is that uh and some of the feedback i've heard and like from what i saw the only the first 15k was that there's no views really you're running in jungle the whole time so i mean there are many races uh across asia across uh the region where you'll get that spectacular like money shot view where you come out on top of a ridge line and you're just like wow look you're surrounded by like hills valleys mountains etc but you're pretty much in jungle for the whole way right so you the 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 views are limited
1: yeah there yeah there's no view but I, I I knew that because when you look at the mountain, you you see that they're covered by trees and it's it's jungle. You don't see any ridge or or um, rocky mountains. Yeah. So I didn't. I was not expecting to see any any views or scenery. Uh, I know that um, the previous edition had more views because they were in the park and there were like temples and and some of the summit were were clearer yeah. but for me it's not a it was not a problem um i was you're I also... not going to be taking
0: pictures when you're running
1: that place <laughs> anyway, no no for sure i mean it's always nice when you have a beautiful view especially when yeah. you are suffering at some point you're like oh this is nice to be here and you're trying to motivate to get, to get motivation from something else than, than running um but honestly uh, I didn't prepare the race. Usually, I prepare carefully. I, I I studied the race. I didn't prepare it, and I think that was a big advantage because I didn't even know how many climbs did we have. So I was just like trying to keep up, um, to 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 move on and to take like every climb, um, every kilometer. I was like, yeah, that was my. Non strategy that that worked actually because I was not thinking of what was coming next. And sometimes Mm. you know when you when you think about the next climb, you're like, ah, this is gonna be tough. Uh, I'm already tired. But when you don't know what's going, what's coming next, you're like, okay, let's let's take what is what what's what's next, and and that's it. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and also the one of the uh, most important thing that happened in my race was uh, at some point Ludo Ludo Ludovic Pomure um joined me kilometers 35 I think and and so my strategy was to like stay with him as long as possible because he's probably the most experienced uh, guy in the world and he is an expert in uh remontada um and so What's remontada well, remontada is like um uh, starting from the the back and then pacing up, yeah, and
0: then yeah 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 yeah
1: and so the i mean he's i mean he's one of my idol the you idols? Know? yeah and and i was running next to him and i was like what am i doing here <laughs> i'm not supposed to be here and sometimes i mean i, I was actually leading because he was it was struggling at some point. and i was looking back and i was like wow well, this is Ludo Pomeroy. i'm running with him and i'm i'm, I'm actually pacing him um uh, and we ran for i think 30k together Four hours, and he was like, "I was dreaming, like I was in a dream." And it's,
0: I mean, were you I'm, chatting I, with him along the way? Sorry, were you talking with him along the way?
1: Um, we talked a little bit, but he was not very talkative. I think he was, it was struggling because I, 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 was trying to speak a little bit. I wanted to, to I wanted to, to talk, but he was. Um, it was nice. It was very friendly, but um, the way you answered was like like short, short, and he didn't want to, yeah, yeah. Uh, lose too much energy. It was a yeah, and then at some point, um, yeah, I think we were both tired, but um, yeah, but it was honestly it was most, I mean, it's my best memory in trail running, and I'm, I'm running for those kind of um moments. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's the the only sport where you can run with such runners i mean so, so, i mean you can run with your idols you know
0: yeah so it was, yeah no that's so it, nice. it's so true yeah and um and mate well i, I whilst he did and and uh, ludovic ended up finishing sixth overall we've got a shout out to the um to like the chinese runners yeah. like taking the full podium like just i heard like um from darren who's at the um who was at where a couple of the checkpoints seeing them come through just absolutely flying and flying through the checkpoints as well. And just uh, so Guangfu Meng and uh, Pei Kuan Yu and Hua, Hua Bei, just yeah, the, especially the, yeah Hua as, Bei is also a Kailas runner as well, right? So you must know, like Sange must know him as well, or has uh, trained with him as well. Um,
1: I, I didn't know I, him, but I knew the first one, the Hoka, the Hoka runner. I think he did top 10 at OCC this year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, if I'm not wrong. But yeah, this it's spectacular. And they don't seem to suffer, you know, like it's 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 it looks very easy for them. And yeah, I was I was able to run a little bit with them at the beginning, and and I honestly I thought they would blow up at some point because um usually um when you start very fast and usually like Chinese, sometimes they, they, they try to start very fast and, and they, 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 they stop. Um, but yeah, those, those, I mean, it was yeah impressive, impressive performance. And you see the time is like, it's, it's crazy. Like yeah, 10, 10 hours.
0: 10.08. Yeah. 10, 10, 10. Like that is just a madness for that yeah. course. Total elevation was like, Close to six thousand. It was like five eight or something, wasn't it? And and the terrain
1: uh, was very technical.
0: Pretty technical, like, yeah, yeah. Lots of tree roots, jungle style. Exactly. Um. I mean, I think that they also like would have been okay with the climate as well. I think that's another bit factor. Like, tra- like a lot of places, training in China, you're going to be uh, experiencing a similar climate. So I think that would have been in the uh, a benefit o- against the um against the Europeans. Having said that, like when the um when the the um world champion, the world uh, um trail running championships Boy, i've always um, world mountain and uh yeah, trail running championships. it's a mouthful it's a mouthful <laughs> but anyway i was expecting in that for so, a lot of the asian runners to really like smashed the europeans in there but the europeans did very well i think it was just a bit a little, little bit cooler because mm. it was a pretty hot weekend wasn't it i mean it was 30 degrees it was um i i was going mean, as you say a lot of people were sweating i was like like that 5 a.m and i had like a serious sweat on and as you say like a lot of the people coming from europe um uh did so as well um we have to call out uh your fellow vietnamese based although completely <laughs> vietnamese ha ha who funnily enough you ran with her in triple c as well didn't you like you actually ended yeah. up she she went she came third in in triple c right and you fourth, um fourth fourth that's right she just missed out on the on like the true podium um, yeah that was, but, uh, that was yeah you paced her in
1: uh, yeah another crazy experience we had um so that was her first time uh in europe um and yeah, she joined me after Grand Col Ferré, which is the, um, one of the biggest climb. Uh, so kilometer thirty, and then she told me she she expected me to be much further. And she told me like when she saw me, she was like, "Why are you so slow, Valentin?" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I'm not slow. I'm just you're fast. <laughs> I'm just okay. You you're just super fast." Um, and then we started to run together um i knew the course because i did um recce the year before i did the utmb um route in 3 days so i i, I knew the i knew the um, the routes and she didn't know anything about the route so i was trying to tell her okay next climb it's this and this is going to yeah. be long down here etc um so yeah we 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 helped each other we we supported each other um i was trying to push her at some point because she was she was running 100k like a uh, 20k honestly she was like yeah. pushing so hard i
0: was watching the live stream and everyone was like who is this chick yeah. like and where did she come from and like and um because she was like in third spot for like a long way right and actually she only missed out like she, the fourth was just a 30 seconds in front of her or yeah so, right? the, so the last uh, so so at some point i left
1: her she was she was struggling so i left her and then Last checkpoint, um, La Flegere, and then you have seven kilometers down here to Chamonix, down yeah. to Chamonix, and then that's it. The guy at the checkpoint, I was alone. The guy at the checkpoint told me, "Okay, if you run okay, you're gonna make it in forty-five minutes." I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna take it easy. My race is over. I'm happy with my race." And then I, I get out of the checkpoint, and I heard Valentine, and that was her. So she she <laughs> she called me. And then she told me i'm fourth and the fifth girl is just behind me 30 seconds i was like okay follow me and then we smashed it in the in the, the down here we did it in 35 minutes Whoa. we were running so fast i checked it's pretty technical
0: as well that downhill here, not it it's really rocky i remember
1: like yeah 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 it's very technical you have a lot of roots a lot of branches it's rocky at some point and then we were going that fast that we even passed the third lady that was cruising and going back to Chamonix and without knowing that the, the fourth yeah. lady was here. Oh. So we passed her. She freaked out. So she passed us again. And then there were like um, a battle. And I was in the middle of the battle. I was like, what am I doing here again? Um, <laughs> So I pushed very hard because I wanted to enjoy my finish line, and I don't want, didn't want to be in in the middle of the woman fight. Yeah. So when we reached Hamuny, there are like two kilometers um, on the flats, and the TV came. I heard them saying, "Oh, the force and the, f- the the third and the fourth are coming." I, I told them, hey, "There's even the fifth lady coming." So they were <laughs> like in stuck in, uh, in a minute's time. Um, and then I, I pushed hard, I finished, and then they came the so the third lady came, the I think she was British. She British. I forgot her name. And then Hall came 20 seconds later. That was yeah. That was in, Cray- in that, that was crazy. That was very nice. That was funny also to be inside, you know, the the fights. But yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: maybe if you'd stuck with her, you could have actually paced her to beat the other. Day. But I also <laughs> know you don't want to be because they are all the camera crews there. You don't want to be in the yeah. middle of that battle as well, and you need yeah. to let them just joust it out together to be fair.
1: But it was it was impressive, and I was very impressed by Hope because she yeah. she was wow she was crying at some point. She was like, Valentin, it's so hard." And, and but she, I mean, she she has this. I don't know when she starts racing. She has this. Um, I don't know how to call it, but she's, like, on a mission, you know? Like, she is so focused and and serious, you know? Like, she's not joking. She's not taking it easy. She's, like, she has, like, this uh, strength and motivation. This is very impressive
0: yeah and she's only been running right for the past four years or so like yeah, it's I think been she started in 2020 i think yeah yeah so like three years or so and she's uh she's a special talent obviously she's a teammate of yours as well under like the, the mood team as well yeah. um but uh i like chatting to her at the finish line she had some issues she had some stomach issues in uh, in doi right so she i think she had like some diarrhea she's not the only person that i heard suffered from that as well like christian Jorgensen, um yeah. who came in 18th so uh, Haho uh, was uh first female but uh 16th overall and christian Jorgensen came in uh just a couple of spots behind in 18th another like great run but he said like every downhill he's like actually going to go off in the bush and um and relieve himself i think there was a few people that suffered from that mm. um but uh but yeah that all considered like an amazing run and she was um uh, she she was like a good um like half an hour ahead of the um uh ahead of uh the second female which was Ragnar the bats the bats uh, yeah the the um from the Netherlands um Yeah
1: it's 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 interesting to see I I I wonder what's her limits you know because mm. she is now competing against the male obviously in in Asia because um competition is not that 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 strong in the female field i mean mm-hmm. considering that she is like international uh world-class uh level yeah. um but it's it's interesting because she's still newbie like she has no knowledge about like nutrition she has a well, nutrition coach but she's like you know it's
0: it's I, she's still yeah. like very fresh you know and and honestly i actually saw a video of her at a checkpoint um with um with like the coach and the leader of the team yeah. And, yeah. and 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 him and honestly it wasn't a great uh it wasn't a great checkpoint like she wanted to change her shoes i saw the video, under, yeah. i'm just like come on we can do better than that like we should have like we should have been ready she should have had her bottles in straight away we should mm-hmm. the shoes been ready to go on like that should have been like a proper pit stop like formula one style but it, um, it, but it means yeah. that there
1: is a room of um, improvement.
0: Yeah. There's always got to be right, um, and yeah, I think like they're the marginal gains that you can make to be able to. Ju- but I mean, hey, she did that; she still won by half an hour. It yeah, was. It might thing. be different if she was like similar to to Triple C, where she had one, so like she ended up losing by twenty seconds. Like they're yeah. the marginal gains that make a difference uh, when it gets to that stage. But um, but yeah, another another incredible run from her. Like re- really, um, really impressive. Um, I'm just looking sort of so, but yeah, like. But for you to get top 10 mate just like a um a, like brilliant performance will you be um will you be heading to um to triple c next year to see if you can better your 2023 effort of uh, uh i'm
1: um, i actually could transfer my my slot to utmb distance so i will be doing the better step up the, the, the
0: big one yeah the big good on you Good on you, and we'll get into bigger distance in a second with the um with the the miler. I, I put in miler in inverted commas because it wasn't quite a miler this year. But just to cover a couple of other efforts from from the um from the hundred k, you had the the other couple of Vietnamese athletes, uh, Quang, who's like a bit of a legend in Vietnam, right? <laughs> and um, he actually came in with an injury. I didn't think he was going to run but um but yeah, yeah he was got,
1: uh... he was um he got a calf injury a few weeks ago and he was not supposed to run he was supposed to crew um some people and and then they did a run he did a run like a few days before the race i think actually it was like two days before the race the race and he was feeling good and he was like, okay i'm gonna start and so he ended up um i think it was in bad condition i saw a video of him like walking down the stairs um the day after but Not yeah it was too fresh but but you it's cool to to see him um running again because he had a quite a bad year um yeah he's been focusing team. on
0: road as well wasn't yeah, he? For a while, yeah a,
1: a few injuries yeah um but yes yeah, in vietnam is a superstar and everyone is um super happy to see him racing again um yeah
0: Yeah. And uh, Huey also, they finished together, actually. It was quite nice to see a couple of Vietnamese. But Huey, I'm not sure where Huey came in, VMM. I think he was, was he top three, I think? Number three, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, after
0: Sangha, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hugh, Hugh, yeah. Um, He's a strong runner as well, yeah. Yeah, he, when I ran the VMM Miler, he came in third that year. Actually, so he's yep. um, but yeah, he's a he's a strong runner. But um, but yeah, I think that like uh, I'm I think I pretty much like caps it um for for the hundred K. Uh, we should call out our friend Phil Daniel actually, who put in a put in a strong performance coming in like it like. 14 and a half hours. I think he was like 43rd or so. Um, I was like planning to stick with him for the, for the day, but he just put in a really consistent performance and like, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and impressive run from him. But yeah, very good. So uh, talking of uh, longer distance then, so the Miler, which didn't actually turn out to be a Milo, is 180 K, which or 178. What did Sange's um uh watch show at the end? I think it was even more than 180, uh, like uh I think it depends on the watch. Like some people they yeah. had 170, some people they had
1: they had uh 180 something. I think at some point when it goes like um up to 170 it, the watch is not very accurate I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean and and when it comes to the course, I think that that some of the feedback so they actually started at a completely different point right and they were um sort of out starting near Doi Thanon, and then making their way back to the the finish line in Chiang Mai. Um and a big part of the elevation was in the kind of first half of the race effectively. Yep. But yeah, for a start like having a race that's supposed to be a miler that's 180k that's a like i always think like utmb being 170k rather than 160 i'm like oh god that's a bit harsh that's a bit more different but adding an extra 20k um and by the sounds of it like a lot of the course they'd only cut the trails like literally or, like a couple of weeks before and, and pr- like literally cutting fresh new trails through i think like i heard like 25 30k of it was just I mean, like a couple of people were just saying, yeah, Chang, who, um, a Korean run out of Hong Kong was just like, it was nonsense. It's like going up hills. It's like, what am I even doing going up here? This isn't, it seemed a bit, uh, a bit crazy. It's like getting in elevation for elevation's sake. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what did, um, so you're obviously very close to Sangay. What did, uh, Sangay have to say about the course? Um, Sange
1: said it's it was tough, but it's always tough. Like whenever I ask him, because he's doing like hundred miles all the time, it's it's, uh, every it's super tough every weekend. Um, I heard from Gediminas, who came second, that he <laughs> he he he, w- he came in Vien- in um, Thailand a month before the race and he was trying to um, recognize Rekhi. the race, Ricky, and he said couldn't because the trail were not cut yet so that means that they yeah they they really created the trail for the race and Sange told me that it was very hard very technical because it was like um a layer of like the uh, like sand and then rock and then water and then branches roots it's like a mix of everything running on that um kind of uh, trail was very hard and they all got like sort of like blisters but not really blisters you know like chafing because of the wet socks and wet shoes and like the skin was like very i don't know the word but like um wrinkled uh, or yeah like... so um, yeah i think it was it was it was very tough and it was very tough uh, 100 miles
0: yeah yeah i mean there was some um there was like st- actually the overall winning time given that it was 178 um k and I think that what was the total elevation? It was close to a 10000 10, 10, 10, yeah. 10, meter elevation, and so a winning time of, of twenty four hours. Given what it was like underfoot, Ji uh, uh, Duo from China. I'm not sure how you pronounce, it, but another Hoka runner. Like that's to do it in sub twenty four hours is crazy it's, fast. It's, right? it's,
1: it's it's impressive, and it looked it looked. I, I watched the live, and it looked very fresh. Still running in the end. Yeah. It, it's it's absolutely uh, amazing. It's it's crazy. And when you look at the people behind him, it's like wow, this guy. Yes, yeah, is... so
0: Geteminas was was an hour and a half behind behind him. Twenty five and a half hours he came in. Like and that's a, yeah, it's a big big gap.
1: And the the third guy is not very famous. Um, but Benyat is a very very strong French runner. He came first at uh, La Reunion uh, La Diagonal de Fou in La Reunion Islands, which is yeah. one of the. Um, the toughest um, courses tough, in the world yeah. right yeah he also came i think fifth or sixth last year at utmb he came second at hard rock it's a very strong runner and then yeah. robert uh Agenel was was like also a very strong runner i mean th- those guys they were very tough and yeah it's it's very impressive
0: yeah what and the a, what lady really good the first lady yeah the other chinese Lin Chen came sixth, right uh, i think she was top 10 she was top 10 yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah uh,
1: no, no 10 10 sorry yeah
0: yeah um yeah and in, in in 30 hours which was um yeah which is like a, a incredible performance we also had um uh, uh ludwig Riens. he's actually a hong kong based runner really strong really good runner. i think like hong kong 100 he came sort of like top i think i think it was uh i think it was top 10 in in hong kong 100 or um yeah seventh thing he came there and so yeah coming in uh ninth here r- really good um really good performance but yeah and then so like then you sort of like get but actually like around a 30 hour run is just is well, on that course that distance is is really um really really impressive um uh yeah we've got to call out my mate uh jean Henri mm-hmm. honey Oh, man, it was so good to see him in the uh, on the finish line, uh, like getting in top 20 in just sub 33 hours. But uh, but yeah, your man Sange, I can't believe this dude. And we'll um uh, we'll sort of like wrap up talking about the uh, doy then and get into to Sange, but 32 hours, top 16. He is literally, and actually he's preparing. We're Wednesday now. He's preparing to go and run another 70K in 100, the lap. 100K K in the he never right. does he never does less than 100 so even if so so basically he won't go to a race if it's under 100k no. not interested not interested it's like there's just a waste of time don't travel for yeah. anything less than 100k um what a year this dude has had and you've been following him right from uh and, and firstly I was be interested like how did you get to know him how did you get to like meet him and uh, and come to work with him
1: um, so I first met him last year at Swiss Picks. We were running the same race, 170k. Um, but he was two hours, uh, before me. So, I I knew him. He didn't know him. He didn't know me. And then we got the chance to to go to Amazian together. We were sharing the same room at Amazian by UT by UTMB in February. So we spent the whole week together. We got to know each other. Um. And we became friends and um during that week we yeah we were um hanging out together and he, he told me the his whole story life story and so that's how we we got to 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 know each other and and we became friends since then
0: and so obviously you're you mentioned in the beginning like you're a filmmaker documentary and you've actually been you you worked on a uh race not sw- uh swiss peaks but following a lady on the um, uh tour 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 yeah tour de jean um and it's actually a documentary that's gonna that's coming out at a couple of film festivals in france this year yeah. uh next year right yeah, what's the yeah.
1: documentary called um so in in english we, we're still working
0: on the name in english but in
1: in french we, we have the name in french but in english i think we we picked time pressure so it's okay. it's it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be screened in um uh, trail running fe- film festival um early 2024 and then we're gonna um, um, post it online is gonna be available online so it's gonna and, and, be and what
0: athlete was it following
1: so her name is Perrin Faj. So she is um, um ultra runner based in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and she, oh, is, she is doing like crazy um, distances uh, like tour. So she did Tour de Glacier, which is a uh, 450 kilometers with 35,000 meter elevation, with no marking, no head station. So they go from refuge to refuge and... I followed her for one week. Um, that was a super nice experience, and we. So the the project was to document that that uh, adventure and to make one short video every day, uh, on social media. So you can find her, the video on her on her Instagram and my Instagram. And then after the the race, um, make a documentary about about the race with um, longer interviews. Um yep. and yeah, a longer, longer video.
0: Yeah, wow. So um having having done that and then meeting Sange and just hearing his story, did you immediately think, look, there's something here. We've gotta we've gotta be able to sort of like put something down on on, on video with Sange's story. Yeah,
1: that's what happened actually. Um so after the race, um we we spent um evening together drinking some beers and he started to tell me his story, his life story, his childhood, and obviously alcohol helped a little bit to uh, go more I mean deep deeper in in um, in the story. And he started to cry. He started to uh, tell me some like very uh, personal stories, and I was like, "Wow, this this is uh, this is crazy." He was born in a very small village. Um, in um in Nepal um he was very poor he was uh, working in a farm with his family and then at some point he decided to go to Kathmandu he lied to his mom um to get some money to go to Kathmandu and then he started to work as a porter in the Himalaya and then he started to learn French from the tourists that he was uh, helping and then later on, he got a scholarship to study in Kathmandu, study French in Kathmandu. And then later on, he got a scholarship to go to France to study fr- fr- uh, French. And then he never, never left uh, France. And and um, yeah, yeah he, he met his wife. He got kids. And then um, he started running. And, and the whole story is amazing. There are so many um, things that are just incredible in his life Um, he took he took his first transportation so it means bus when he was 25 years old so before that he was just walking so um, yeah many many things um and i had uh, so, so when he told me the story i was like i need to document that i need to film you i need to um make a documentary about your life because it's it's just inspiring and 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 very interesting
0: yeah, what well, we um, I mean, it just sounds such like I I think for someone that's sort of like because documentary is all about the story, right? It's all about that that story it captures that imagination and like I can imagine then. But at that time, he was already on this crazy like do it racing every single week, right? And yeah, and this is a guy that and we'll like link back to our chat at VMM, but he like doesn't do any training. Uh, apart from when you're in the power together but generally it's just race after race after race right he doesn't like to train
1: yeah so he has um i guess like natural physical abilities because he yeah. was he's uh, just got a
0: strong body right you could you just yeah. see his legs and the guy right. is like kind of carved a stone right he's just solid
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, it's funny because when I, I got the chance to to spend a week um at his um house in in france living uh, the Sange Shepa, very normal life uh taking care of the kids uh cooking for the family going to work no training i was like i'm 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 training every day and i feel bad if i don't run but he's like no no need but he was at that time he was doing that so he did 10 ultra in 11 weeks plus more ultra in the year but that was in in yeah in 11 weeks time he did 10 ultra so it means every weekend he was going to race obviously you don't train for when you do that because you're always tapering or recovering but but yeah he, he he enjoys racing it doesn't really enjoy training that's that's funny because most of the runners they like to prepare train um and race
0: yeah, the they have thing. A races throughout the year. They have two or three A races. But, I mean, just looking at this year he's had, it, so it's kicked off with the uh, Amazon where you met him in, in February. But it's been then Trans-Gran Canaria Classic. Then, um, yeah, another, um, uh, like, I see he did a 73. and uh, He did a few shorter races in, in France <laughs> and Switzerland, but I suppose that's home turf. But then he did Snow- Snowdonian, uh. Ring island. Is yeah then uh, so uh, like another one in france volcano uh, uh volcanic uh, the, experience ultra experience and yeah. um, then rajani 100 which honestly and you were you there in indonesia with him for that as well No, i was not there but i
1: heard a lot about this race because yeah as you said he's doing re- like one race every weekend but he's also traveling in the same time so he's going yeah. to indonesia he-, he arrives the day before he races it's probably one of the toughest race in the world uh And then the the week after he's doing another, another ultra, um, it's crazy. And the only race that he trains for is UTMB because it's the only
0: one he's DNF'd. (laughs) And
1: it's, it's crazy because he, I mean, he's, his manager, he has like a friend who is like trying to manage, trying to manage his um, career. He's yeah. trying to tell him, okay, you, maybe you need to prepare some races. Maybe you do less race, but you maybe you can just uh, train for those races. And he, no, 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 he's, he doesn't want. He just want to train. He just just want to race. And then, only for UTMB, he stop racing um, at the end of July just to be ready for UTMB. And guess what? He DNF. He did it fifth, five times. I think he DNF three times. Yeah.
0: So he I got think... to like 150k or something as well though, right? He did a, like a, a significant amount of it. Was yeah, it injury yeah. or like, I forget what the reason was for Injury, yeah, he got
1: like, um, I don't remember exactly, but he got a pain from from a few races before. So, um, yeah.
0: But one week later, he turns up for Tour <laughs> de Jean and fucking does the Tour, 350k. After doing 150k of UTMB, one week later, comes 11th. It's just it, it's just madness it's um yeah um i can't wait to uh to see this documentary you've got some work to do though you finished filming right you yeah. spent you did the last bit in Nepal just to um to cover his kind of backstory and his family and stuff and uh um no pressure you, i won't hold you to <laughs> it but when can we expect to um yeah when, when are you hoping um, to be able to get your sort of uh first, first run done first quarter of um next year um
1: the um, so it's it's sponsored by by kelas as a sponsor so yeah. they they asked they requested to to have it done for a film festival in china in i think it's in march or april so i have precious on a lot, of, a lot of long nights um coming in january but it's i mean it's it's a nice job and it's also like it's I kind of complain it's 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 just like because his life is messy so uh, I'm trying to gather everything to put everything together and try to make a story but yeah. yeah it's it was such a nice experience um it's it's yeah beside the documentary it's also I got to know a very nice person and a very friendly and and a super generous person um so yeah it was very a very
0: nice um experience overall He's a superstar as well. Like honestly, just hanging around him and you just see like the amount of people coming out want to take photos with him. He's just like it, and, and he's so welcoming, so humble, and yeah, um, yeah incredible. Guy. I, is, is the footage going to be make it in on VMM? You um, you got the footage of him like uh, overtaking, coming down off the back of Cow Mountain, right? Which is like some of some of the best. I don't think I don't know whether it was that high uh, HD though. But um, yeah, when he like overtook, coming in second spot uh, or something was it? yeah yeah that yeah. was one of the highlights
1: i i thought i captured uh, the the moving the the winning move but yeah. then uh hung hai
0: oh that's right we overtake to get into first yeah. position but then but hung still, hai, who was, who was, was my... on home turf that's right um Valentin, mate it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you and um uh yeah and and discussing the race very excited to see the doco with, uh, with Sangay come out and also the, sorry, the, um, the, uh, yeah, the one that's going to be launched in France next year as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and honestly, congratulations on a in- very impressive performance at Doy. Like uh, your, you. de- your, 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 uh, yeah one to one to look out for a, a UTMB next year mm-hmm. um I I know like one of the sort of strongest uh Asia-based runners as well so um yeah we look, to look forward to having you on again in future but uh yeah thanks for coming on and helping us recap uh, the weekend that was and on by by UTMB
1: thank you very much that was uh very nice very nice experience also to to do this kind of uh, thing with you and yeah I really enjoy it as well
0: awesome Cheers Valentine. We'll chat again soon, sir.
1: Thank you, Scott. Bye bye.
0: Tell the truthful story if they ever asked. Stop the complaining cause things ain't that bad thing, that that
1: bad